It's Shut Up Tommy the Podcast, and I'm your host, Tommy Mitchell, here to entertain you with stories, information, and people from your running community. This week, I got Tommy Daniels. We nicknamed him the Cheetah because he is so fast, and he's the leadoff man for the Wakanda Olympic team that we're going down to the Mercedes-Benz Marathon in Birmingham this weekend and try to bring home some gold. Um, If not some gold, just some medals. I'll talk a little bit about the London World Major Marathon, so sit back, relax, get yourself a healthy snack and I'll be right back. And we're back to Shut Up Tommy the Podcast. How's everybody doing out there? It is Birmingham Marathon Weekend, Mercedes-Benz Marathon Weekend, and I'm ready. I'm ready to get over to uh, Birmingham for the marathon relay that I'll be participating in. And good luck to everybody that's going over there to run the half as well as the uh, the marathon. Uh, I'm looking forward to it now. Right now, the weather doesn't look too great for Sunday. They're saying it's going to be thunderstorms, but rain or shine, the Wakanda Olympic team will be out there. Now, if you've forgotten who the Wakanda Olympic team, um, my relay team for the uh, for the marathon relay over there in Birmingham, Alabama, it is the Lion, Mark Monroe, the Cheetah, Tommy Daniels. The Ram, Thomas Mitchell. The Impala, Cedric Harris. And we have a new member because our shaman, uh, Rich Wright, due to personal reasons, had to drop out. He is not going to be able to run. He's still a part of the Wakanda Olympic team. He just will not be participating in the um, ma- the marathon relay this coming weekend in Birmingham. So we, we did bring on a new member. And I think I did say this on the last podcast. We had to bring on a new member. You might know him as Buddy Love. He is the gazelle, Demarcus Huff. So that is the Wakanda Olympic team, the relay team that would be going over. Now, best laid plans in the end. Um, I had originally, when I thought about putting together a relay team for the uh, marathon relay, I really wanted us to compete in the the Masters. Um, but that kind of went to the wayside in the first place because the women that I had kind of lined up to uh, run on my team, had other arrangements, so they weren't able to run. So to to qualify to be in the, the running for the Masters, um, you have to have two women on your team. So that right there, once we didn't have two women, we were out of qualifying for that division. So we were in the men's open. So, you know, that's kind of where we are. Now, even at top form, more than likely, the Wakanda Olympic team was not going to uh, medal. And because in the men's open, you're, you're running against, you know, young guys and, you know, fast times and things like that. Um, not to say that we're a bunch of scrubs. Everybody is talented. Um, right now, I'm probably the slowest person on the team coming off of injury and not only injury. And, you know, because before I got hurt, it was the holidays and I hadn't really been training during the holidays too hard um, and then got hurt and didn't train for about 20 days and then ate like a fat kid that was locked in a cake shop. Um, during that time period. So I'm not in the best shape. I've dropped down to only run like the three mile leg of the marathon. But I hope it's a fun time. I hope we all have a good time over there in Birmingham. Be looking at my uh, Facebook and my Instagram because I plan on taking a lot of pictures. As long as it's not a torrential downpour, I'm hoping to take quite a few pictures um, during the uh, festivities, you know, that sort of thing. So um, really looking forward to it. So let's talk World Major Marathons because we got a great one coming up. And if you've listened to my podcast in the past, you know I get a little excited 
when top marathoners of our time run head to head. I mean, I get I get a little little giddy um, when that's happening. And in April, April 22nd of this year in London, in the in the Virgin, I think it's the Virgin Mobile London Marathon. I, I'm not positive, but in London, the London Marathon, which is a, a world major marathon, um, we will have Kenanisa Bekele. We'll have Mo Fair and Elliot Kipchoge running head to head. So I, I'm really excited because, OK, so we've got two of the top marathoners. Um, Bekele, of course, is has run the second fastest marathon time um, in the world. And then, of course, uh, Kipchoge was a part of the whole Nike experiment trying to run that sub two hour uh, marathon. So he ran a two hour and 22 second marathon. Now, it's not, you know, authenticated, of course, but, I mean, you still ran it. I mean, his legs still did it, um, whether he was, you know, running behind a car or not. His legs still had to physically run it, so this is not a slow man. And then, of course, Mo Farah, um, who, I'm sorry, Mo Farah, who um, is probably one of the most decorated um, at the 10,000 and 5,000 meters. He's got four Olympic gold medals as well as six world champion uh, gold medals. Now, um, Bekele actually is no slouch in the in the 10,000, 5,000 meter. He currently holds the world record in both those distances. Now, I actually watched a few videos um, of all of these guys head to head in the shorter distances. And I mean, depending on what year you watch it, one of these three guys was winning the 10,000 or 5,000 meter in either a world championship or in an Olympics, you know, whatever. But head-to-head, at those distances, Bekele seems to me to be, at least in his younger years, the stronger runner. And these guys aren't, you know, that far apart. You know, uh, Bekele is 35, Mofair um, is 34, and Kipchoge is 33. So they're all in their prime as far as marathon running. Now, I haven't seen, I don't think Mofair has ever run a marathon. He did compete in, um, it's a half marathon, I guess it's a big race, the North Run or something like that, that they do in um, London or in Britain. Um, he is a Londoner, so of course he's going to have a lot of support during the race. But when you're talking about going against Kipchoge, because we saw in Berlin, it was Kipchoge and Bekele. They were running in, in you know, Bekele eventually dropped out. I don't know if you're going to beat him in a marathon, personally. He just seems to have the strength in in a marathon um, that other even elite runners can't keep with. He he stays within himself. He runs his race. And I think some people who are better at the shorter distances, I think shorter distances. Yeah, you run your race, but also because you're constantly surrounded by other runners when you're running a 10,000 meter or a 5,000 meter on a track. You're constantly surrounded by runners. You've got somebody that you're competing with that whole time. Marathons are too long to be constantly racing against somebody. You got to kind of race mentally in a marathon because it's too long of a distance to truly be sitting there watching somebody else run with you and actually be racing them the whole time. It's just, you know, that's just too, too stressful. You got to kind of meditate back. Um, If anybody remembers watching uh, Kipchoge, when he ran in um, Berlin, um, and the young guy was there, and I, I don't remember the young guy's name. He really did wasn't racing him. He was actually kind of pointing, telling the guy, "You need to run this line." Um, he's just, you know, letting the guy run all over the place while he stayed on the blue line and ran his race, and you know, eventually came out the victor um, in that. Now, 
the London Marathon is the final marathon for this year's World Majors Series. Right now, Kipchoge is tied at the top because of his win in Berlin. He is tied at the top. Um, but if he wins in London, it's not automatic that he's actually going to win the series for this year because Galen Rupp, an American who's also tied at the top, is running Boston. Um, a few, uh, I, I don't know what the difference is in time. I, I don't remember when Boston actually is, but he's running Boston as well as the current marathon world champion, uh, Joffrey Kiru. He's actually running Boston as well. So if one of those guys wins Boston, I don't know how the, the, the scoring actually works, but it'll be interesting to see who ends up winning the series for this year. Um, Sounds like it's going to be a real exciting race. I'm hoping to get to see it. Maybe somebody puts together a, a, a run party. Maybe, you know, not me, but maybe somebody. Um, I know it's a time difference, but hey, open up your home. We'll all come over. be like a fight party. We'll have drinks and we'll watch some of the top marathoners, top runners, period, in the world compete. I think I've had my guest on hold too long. He is our leadoff guy for the Wakandan or Wakanda Olympic team, the cheetah, Tommy Daniels. Is he still on hold with light green? Yes, it is. So let me bring him on now. And we're back with Shut Up Tommy. And today I got the cheetah himself, our leadoff man for the Wakanda Olympic team, Tommy Daniels. How you doing today, Tommy? Thomas, what's up, what's up? Happy to be <laughs> here, man. Doing good. Oh, good to hear, good to hear. How's your Sunday going? Sunday is going awesome. I am relaxing. I think I need to get some run time in the day, so probably in the afternoon. It's going to be nice, nice weather today. I'm going to get in a couple miles, probably three. Well, if anybody knows Tommy, if he's going to run miles, they're going to be fast. That's why we call him the cheetah. He is, I would say, probably the fastest person on our relay team. Now, for anybody that hasn't been listening, and I know I had not done a podcast in a while, um, we're doing a relay at the um, Birmingham or the Mercedes-Benz marathon we're doing the marathon relay and the name of our relay team is the wakanda olympic team and i decided i wanted to talk to um the team members that i haven't had a chance to put on the podcast so we're going to start off with tommy daniels the reason we start with him because he is our leadoff man and the main reason he is is because of the speed that he has now tommy real quick what how did how did you get into running what what got you started in the running were you like a high school star or did you just get into it later in life like a lot of other people do i did not run Run in high school. I probably should have ran in high school. I was fast. I mean, I've always been a pretty fast runner, but in high school, I was basically focused on education. My mom was like old school, like, you need to get your grades. So I think I went out for track like one time, Thomas, and they had me run 100 meters. And that 100 meters probably felt like a 400 meters because by, by the time I got to the 50 yard mark, or, you know, 50 meters, I was like done. I was spent. I didn't have, I didn't have another 50 in me. So I, after that experience, I was like, man, I'm just going to focus on books. So I didn't run in, in high school. I didn't start getting into running until I was 36. So I was at Liberty Mutual. I was a claims adjuster. Um, you know how some insurance companies or some companies in general give you the health test, the health assessment around the annual, I guess, benefits renewal time. I had a health assessment and my blood pressure was up. And they said, well, you know, you know, you're in a stressful job. You, you're handling claims. You're arguing with people all the time. It may just be, you know, you're just stressed. I said, yeah, that's, that's what it is. So I finally went to the doctor, and they diagnosed me with high blood pressure. I was 30, 34 at the time. So 
So I was like, okay, they put me on blood pressure medicine. And I did that for like two years. I was on blood pressure medicine, but nothing really helped as far as, um, to me, I was looking for a cure. I was like, this is masculine symptoms. I was looking for a cure. And after two years of taking blood pressure medicine, I had one day, Thomas, one day where I had uh, a headache, a headache so bad that I was I was crying at Jesus. I was like, somebody to take me. It lasted, I, I think, all day. It lasted all day. It didn't go away. And, I, and, that, and that that was the day. That was the day I would say, you know what? I got to get off this mess. I got to do something. That's when I started running. That was about, I was about, about age 36. That's when I started running. And it was just in the neighborhood. And I signed up for the Peachtree Road Race. That was in 2009. And I ran it. And that's the only race, that's the only race I ran. And if you look on like, uh, athletes, uh, my first race is that race, that 2009 race, Peachtree, uh, Road Race. And it took me one hour and 13 minutes. And I said I would never run that far again. <laughs> I said I'd never run that far again, man. That was, man, it took, uh, I think it was a 10 minute, 10 something pace, man. And it, I was, man, I struggled. I struggled that race. And after I ran it and I saw my time, the, my only goal was I'm going to run this thing in under an hour. And that's where, that's, that's where it started. That, 2009, that's when I really started running, man. And it was really because I wanted to get my health right and I wanted to get all blood pressure pills. Yeah, that, that's def- you know what, to hear you say, to hear you say that it took you, what did you say, an hour and 13 minutes to run a 10K? Oh, now, yeah. I hear you say that yep. is incredible. Anybody that has ever run with Tommy or looked at Tommy's times or anything like that knows this guy's a speaker. He's fast at longer distances, not just sprints or 400s. He's fast at almost any distance. And um, to hear you say you went from running a 113, what is your current PR in a 10K? So my current PR is actually mm-hmm. a 40, 48 and some change. And actually, I'm looking at your PR, and I'm like, Thomas is kicking my butt in the in the Peachtree Road race. I'm kind of upset, man. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought I thought I thought I was retire, but I'm like, I'm gonna come back, man. I'm, I'm coming back. I'm coming. I'm making. I'm making a comeback. So I can. I said, I gotta beat Thomas Prime, man. Thomas is killing me, man. Head to head. I'm getting beat, man. Oh man. Well, maybe my, we can both. Cause my goal, I'm gonna retire. I'm gonna retire from Peachtree once I can get that 1,000 jug. When I get that top 1,000, um, I get into that at A group. That's that's I said. That's when I'll retire from the Peachtree. So that's that's my my current goal. Um, with hey, the Peachtree Road same, Race. <laughs> I, yeah, I got that same goal, and I actually want to do it on the 50th anniversary. So I think it's not. So it's the year after, not this year, but next year, it's the 50th anniversary of the Peachtree Road Race. So I want to get oh, that, really? that month. Yeah, did you know that? Yeah. No, next, I did not, not know year. that. Okay. Next next year, it's the 50th. So I, I, I'm planning my comeback. So on the on the 50th anniversary, I want to get in the, I want to get that mug get and, 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 and shatter my time. Now, I want to do like a 40, 43 or something crazy. You know, I want to do something like that because um, I, I definitely want to um, – kill it on the 50th anniversary and then it's it's called a day now what what are your current running goals for for 2018 it's beginning of the year you know everybody makes their resolutions and things like that when you started in 2018 what what are your current running goals so this year my current my only real current running goal is to run a five minute mile and i chose that because it's it's something that only few people can do and 
it would be such an accomplishment for me to get to that level of a five minute mile because my fastest time in a in a mile right now is probably a five forty one. So I want to run a five. This year I want to run a five minute mile, and that's really the only goal I have. I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do a couple halves this year. Definitely the the race. I'm doing that. Uh, definitely got to support that, and then I may do another half. I haven't decided yet. I want to do like a the Brooklyn half or something like that, or even San Francisco is on my mind. The only real goal I have is to run a five. I want to run a five-minute mile in an in official time. So now, have you found the event, or do you have a current plan put together, like to get to a certain event where you know that it'll be, you know, it'll be time for that five-minute mile? So I haven't uh, found the the event yet, but I know there's a couple mile races that that Tess puts on. I think she has a mile race, uh, a one-miler. I heard that's kind of flat. I, I'm thinking I'm, I'm eyeing that, and I don't know if the uh, Atlanta track has a, a one mile besides that resolution run mile that we did earlier this year uh, on, on January first. So I'm, I'm yeah, kind of I'm not I'm sure. Kind of I have to, to yeah, I have to look through and see if they because I think I want to say they have one other one that is for adults um, as well, but I, I can't remember which race is for. Well, that's that's definitely a very very lofty goal there, Tommy. Uh, five minute mile because I I know I'm still hanging around six fifteen six thirty um, on a mile. I don't think I've ever run, tried to run one flat out like that though. I think I've only done that maybe once or twice, but I, I doubt I could do more than a six thirty or six fifteen. Okay, that that was my producer. I guess he he had something to say. <laughs> anyway, um, the, the get the get there, I'm I got to get on the track and basically. To get to a five minute mile, you basically got to run what a a one minute fifteen second lap. If, I, if my math is right, one minute fifteen second lap. So I'm trying to get to the point where I can run consistently one minute fifteen second uh, times on the on the track. So that's that's how my that's, that's how basically I'm keeping keeping the simple. Trying to train is to be able to run consistently. You know, one minute fifteen seconds. And it's I, and I went on the track I guess a couple weeks ago. And I ran, and I'm like one after one lap time. I'm like, I don't know if I can do another one at this time. Because <laughs> I can, because I can do one fifteen, but I can't do it, you know, twice. Then <laughs> you gotta yeah. do it three times. You gotta do another. You gotta do it four times. So, so I'm, I'm gonna, I got some work to put in, and I'm gonna use that, that the method you use for the, for your, for your marathon. I'm do the Hanson method. I'm gonna do the half method, because I, I know I'm gonna need endurance training to get to that five minute mile. You just can't just do. Speed work. Yeah, yeah. You so. need a you need a combination of, of both and to, of to sustain it. it. But yeah, you definitely need to be on that track running them uh, those intervals. Uh, maybe two hundred, you know, doing the two hundred back to back to back, uh, but running it below that five minute uh, pace on the two hundred. That would definitely help you out. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add that then. I'm definitely I appreciate that. Cause I, I definitely that that's the goal, man. Uh, I'm a I'm 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 a down the track, man. <laughs> That's what I would do. With down the I track, hear man. you. I hear you. Now, Tommy, I know you do a lot of volunteering because I know I've run a couple of races, and there you were, um, you know, volunteering. Um, did you? How did you get into that side of running? Have you always been someone that volunteered to help out, or you know, that sort of thing? Actually, I I made a point to start volunteering once I got because I've been running now about eight years, and I was like, you know what? I really do enjoy cheering. For, for runners, because I know how hard it is. Running is, I love the sport, and it's it's a constant struggle. So I know when when you're out there and you hear somebody else cheering for you, it gives you that, that, that energy. So that's really what made me 
is more volunteering than being a member of the Atlanta Track Club. They give you a lot of opportunities to volunteer. So if you if you're not running or you don't plan to run, you can easily sign up online and, and just volunteer. And I just love being on the course and and, and cheering cheering runners on because this no matter how no matter how often you run, every run is different and it's always a struggle. It's always True, easy. Exactly. My wife yeah. she, she doesn't run. She's like, oh man, you uh, you just doing five miles? Oh, that's nothing. You can do that. It's, five miles that day may feel like the a marathon because you know depending on how you're feeling your health your 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 nutrition uh, you just think your mind ain't right it's 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 a constant battle so and it's that will right it's that will to to keep moving forward that okay whatever my goal is i'm i'm gonna do it i mean i do my best today may not be my best ever but it's the best i can do today and always having that so for me to cheer and the cheer runners on man that's what that's what really sparked me man just to to hear that voice so uh, you know, uh, somebody say your name or if they know you or, uh, or you have a shirt on. That, you know, sometimes you wear a shirt. Sometimes people say, go, go Georgia Southern or whatever, whatever you have on and cheer you on. Just, you know, push you along. It's a great feeling. So that's why I got to volunteer, really just to be on the courses and cheer. So this year, I'm not going to run the Peace Street, but I'm going to be cheering at the same spot in the Midtown, right where the Midtown sign is, cheering everybody on, man. So for next year, when I run it, I'm I'm be ready. But I, I'm thinking about volunteering as a uh, as a trainer for Atlanta Track Club because they have where you can actually help train people for the Peachtree Road Race. So I may just do that since I'm not going to run it this year because I'm really trying to mm-hmm. wait till the fiftieth. I'm trying to wait till the fiftieth anniversary to do it. I may just do that, just just train for it, uh, help people train for it, and then that'll help me doing my process of just getting ready for it. So I, I will run one 10k this year. But it's going to be in Charleston, South Carolina. The Cooper River Bridge, have you heard of that? Yeah, I have. I have heard of that. So you want to run that 10K? Is it pretty flat or is it hilly? Um, from what I hear, it's, it's, it's pretty flat, but they have a – the bridge is supposed to be like the 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 thing to do. I mean, the, the big thing, the big finale, I guess. I don't know if it's at the end of the race or whatever, but I've heard I've heard it's a good race. So I'm a, I'm definitely going to PR in that race. That's my goal. It's in April. Definitely going to PR. I'm going to beat my time for sure in that race. But I wanted to, um, I wanted to run a 10K officially this year just to beat my 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 current PR, which is 48. So I got, I got to beat that. I got I got to I got to get below you times. Uh. <laughs> so are you? I know you <laughs> talked about a couple of halves, and you talk about going out to San Francisco because that's a good one. That one is because uh, San Francisco that's like in June or July, I think, uh, when they have that one. Now, yep. San, San Francisco, you have an option. You can run the first half because it's during, it's on the same course as their marathon. So you can either run the front half of the marathon or you can run the back half. I, I suppose one half is hillier than the other. Have you decided which way you want to go with that? Um, it's funny you said that because I actually just looked at it the other day because I didn't know they had two different halves. So the first half, you get to go over the bridge. And then the second half is, is after the bridge. But I haven't looked at the the course to see which one's flatter. But I do. But I kind of lean it towards doing the first, just because I want to run over the bridge. But I don't know if that's going to be more of a challenge. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think at least um, if you're going to do it the first time anyway, you should do because that's San Francisco. You gotta, you know, you gotta run across the bridge. So I, I would vote that too because I was thinking about um, doing it myself. 
Um, but it's uh, I'm gonna have to plan it a little bit better because like like I said, it's it's really close to the same time as a as a peach tree. Um, not exactly the same yeah. week, but I I want to say it's either a couple of weeks before or a couple of weeks after. I can't remember. And I'm just not I'm yep. not the dude that can run you know that many races back to back. I need I need my relaxing time <laughs> between races uh, before I can, <laughs> exactly. I can move on to that next one. You were talking about um, your family. Now I know your son is a speedster as well. Now he is a runner. He he does run high school, and I know you, Tommy. So I know he got the grades if he's running. He got had a grade too. So, but how is he doing in his his senior year? Like, is he just track and field? Does he do cross country? What what's his running like? So <laughs> this year, I actually made him run cross country, and he 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 did not want to run cross country. He was complaining about running cross country. But I made him run cross country. He was the best. He was the best on his team wow. in running cross country, right? Never ran it, but he ran cross country. And to me, he could be a great distance runner. But in his mind, he's a sprinter. So you can't tell him anything. I don't like the. I don't like cross country. I don't like running that. But he, to me, if he actually focused, he would be a better cross country runner than he would be on track and field, only because his body. He's built for yeah. he's built for distance. What we don't realize is, unfortunately, son, your daddy's short. He didn't have the jeans. He makes you six feet, long legs. But you got but you got you know you got fast twist muscles. You got sprint and you got endurance. So if he ran the, if he ran cross country, I think he would be a, a great cross country runner, where he could run like a consistent five minute mile, because he can he can do it for one mile. He can do it for one mile, but he can't do it consistently. But only because he hasn't really trained for it. So this year, he ran cross country. He was the best on his team. But he still can't beat the old man in a, in a 5K. I'm still, I'm still killing him in the 5K. Cause I, <laughs> I will, I will catch him. I will catch him like at the, the mile and a quarter. That's when I catch him. Cause by that time, he's out of gas and the old man is, is just getting warmed up. But, so he, so he runs. <laughs> so he, so this year, he ran cross country and now, we're in the indoor track season, so he's running indoor. So he runs the 400 meters. That's his. That's his favorite race. I don't know why, because the 400 is a beast. But he runs the 400 exactly. meters. Yeah. But that's his favorite race. His 400 meters, and he runs the 400 hurdles. So those two is his favorite race. Wow. Time, yeah. So to me, I it, I don't understand because I run the 400 at the Atlanta Track Club event, and after that, I thought I was going to die. I said I'd rather run a, a full marathon than run a 400 sprint. That sprint hey. for, for one lap is, is crazy. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. But, you know, it's, you can't tell kids nothing. What, what's your son's name? It's Omar. Omar, okay. Yep, Omar, Omar Daniels. So, people, keep Omar. looking out. If you live in the Atlanta area, look out for Omar Daniels. We're going to see We're gonna see how he finishes up that senior year. Now, is he looking at to, to um, continue running into college? Is he looking for scholarships or is he more – Hey, I'll go, and then if I decide to walk on, that kind of thing. So he actually is looking for a scholarship because I've told him, and and the wife has told him, son, we paying for you to go to private school. We are not paying for you to go to college because we're gonna do everything <laughs> in our in our power to put you in a position to get a free ride somewhere. So yeah, that's that's the goal. So he his current four hundred times is like a fifty two. His his coach set a goal for him this year, which is a lofty goal. And if he if he gets to a forty nine, he will go somewhere definitely. Oh yeah, um, most definitely. Right now, right 
Right now he has Division two schools and Division three schools looking at him. And that's fine, too. I just need him to go somewhere where we ain't coming out of pocket because college is, is ridiculously priced now. So. And if hey, he has to run, if, that, yeah, if he can do that cross country, he definitely what, is looking at a scholarship pretty pretty easily. It's a little harder than four hundred because there's so many people running. But you go cross country, you you definitely got a good shot. He won't listen, Thomas. You know how young folk are. Because <laughs> we went and visited a couple one of the college coaches that's recruiting them um, in Kentucky. It's a it's a small um, small school uh, Christian school, Kentucky Wesleyan. Um, the coach there told him, son, if you if you run across country, you open up your opportunity, you know, recruit you because you, you're just more diverse. And it's, like you said, it's less, less people running across country as it is compared to the 400. So that's why I put him in cross country. Even though he didn't want to run it, I'm like, son, you don't know what's best for you. So I'm, I'm going to do what's yeah. best for you, and then you can thank me later, you know. Because <laughs> he don't, yeah, he don't I, want to yeah. run it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I completely understand why he doesn't want to run it at that age. Um, because at that age, he I'm a, where your son is exactly where I was. That's a, he's running. A, I was running a 52, 51. Um, but I wasn't looking for a track see? scholarship. I ain't gonna lie to you. When I was graduated from high school, I didn't want to see sports again. I wanted to go chase women. But anyway, that's a whole that's a whole that's a whole other podcast. Anyway, I'm exactly where your son that's was. Good. <laughs> That's a good time too, man. You, you run it, time. Yeah. You run fifty two, man. Yeah, I was, I was. I was. I mean, it was decent, but you know, I'm out of Florida, bro. Dude, these cats were humping. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you, yeah, like you were saying forty nine. That's what they were running. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like middle yeah, like of the pack, nice. you know, running. You know, I, I could make it to the finals at most meet, but I wasn't winning nothing. I you know, we got. I didn't even make it to um the uh the the state finals for the four hundred. I barely made it out of my region with those kinds of times, but. Anyway, um, I really wish I would have run um, cross country because it definitely because I already ran those distances, but I didn't do it competitively. So you know, but it's hard to explain to a kid because cross country ain't got a lot of women cheering. There ain't no cheerleaders out there, you know. But at, <laughs> at the track meet, at the track meet, the, the four hundred is like a star event, so you got everybody cheering, you know, all the girls see you, so I kind of see where you're coming from, but he'll figure it out, I'm sure. Like He he got a good pop. His pops will get him there. Yeah, I'm trying to get him there, man. He don't he don't know what's good for him, but I'm going to get him there. They call him, the, his nickname, his, his coach calls him the quiet storm, because he's he, he kind of reserved, but when he get on the track, you know, he just he just show out. He show on the track just by his actions, but not, not by speaking, so that's what they call him, the quiet storm. So. I hear you. Yeah, we'll, that sounds like, we'll that sounds good. That sounds that sounds real good. Now, um, I know Tommy, you run with Pace the City, and you be pacing the city because I've I've been out there with you, Tommy, um, running Pace City when we was trying to have an easy four miler, and Tommy dropping six thirties um, <laughs> for his easy easy four miler. You still get out and group run a lot. Is that a, a big part of your training? That sort of thing. That's one of the. Pace City is definitely one of the groups I, I, I love to run with, and it, it kind of um, lets me have some fellowship because it's, it's a solitude sport, right? I mean, a lot of times when we run, we always run solo, especially because of our schedules or whatever, and, and I travel. So Pace City is, is one of the ones that's convenient for me to get to, and, and it's fun this, this fellowship with, 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 you know, with runners, with fellow runners, and, and get it in in the city. And, and then the well, I think currently we're running – in Midtown, near Atlantic Station, which is kind of cool because you actually run the course 
that that is the PC road race. So I'm getting used to running kind of that gradual upcline inhale as we run, get used to the incline. So that's been fun. But yeah, and then running running the um the, the normal course for Pacer City is real real nice on on the um what's the call? What's the what's the uh, path? Can't remember now. My mind is blank. Which one? The, the hill? Nah, the um when we, the, when we normally run on Pacer City. The um, oh, uh, the, the belt line. The belt line, man. Can I remember it? Yes, <laughs> the belt line. Definitely run on the belt line is kind of cool. So yeah, yeah. I just but I, I haven't really ran in besides Pacer City. I haven't really ran in too many um group runs. I have ran a test group a couple times um, last year, but just the uh, the time frame, I think when, when they run is inconvenient for me, so I haven't been able to get out there. But I definitely enjoy when I can to get out there and run in groups. But uh, I'm like a freelance agent. I, I run with anybody. Yeah. So. <laughs> I hear you. And that's, that's why I picked you. When I when I was putting together the relay team, when you were the, one of the first people I thought of. I said, you know what, Tommy's very easygoing. I'm sure he could mesh with any group of people I put together. Now, Tommy, like I said, your your nickname is the Cheetah. You you on the Wakanda Olympic team. Have you ever run a relay before, a marathon relay, or this will will this be your first one? This will be my first one, and I want to pre- give you thanks and appreciation for for thinking of me and picking me, man, because it's actually going to give me an opportunity to do something I haven't done before, and also kind of give me like a a redemption race because. My first marathon was the Birmingham Marathon in, in 2015, and my my first marathon time was four hours and 28 minutes, and it was a it was it was a wake up call. It was a wake up call because I because doing a half was one thing, but doing a full is a whole nother ball game, and I learned the hard it's way. A whole nother, it's a whole nother animal. You can't. It's hard to explain to people. Who, especially like you, Tommy, you are you are a very speedy runner. And honestly, but when oh, yeah. I'm kind of the same way. When I ran my first marathon, I mean, I wasn't really, I wasn't as close as in shape as you were when you were running your first one. But I was in shape. I've always been a pretty fast runner. So I'm thinking, oh yeah, I can do this. But until you run, until you've gone past 20 miles, it's hard to explain to someone <laughs> what's about to happen to your body. It's hard to get to go. Dude, I understand you fast. I know you, you you move really quickly. I understand that. You run some fast half marathons. But let me tell you something. About mile 20, it's a whole nother ball game. It's, it's a, your body goes into um, different different oh, yeah. types it's of shutdown things. mode. Yeah, it just starts going into shutdown mode, and you were just fighting yourself to, to finish the fight, race. Man. Yes, indeed. Oh, fight, well, baby. at least this time. And I, that's one reason I said I wanted to run, because I want that Mercedes-Benz medal. I love that medal. I've been wanting one ever since the first time I ever saw it. And I said, but I don't want to run that marathon. So at least this is a good way we can get nah, that medal yeah, it's without, just, without having to run that full marathon. Exactly, man. Because it's, it's, the race, that race, because it, it's a double loop, and it's like, that first, you run it that first time, that first, that first 13, you're like, okay, I'm good. Wait a minute. I got to do this one more time. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and like you said, by mile 20, man, you just holding, I was, I, I was holding on. I, I was walking. I was walking that. I was, no, I was walking after that, after mile 20, I was walking. And I, and it wasn't because I wanted to walk. I mean, or I didn't want to run, to put it that way. It wasn't that I didn't want to run. It's that I couldn't run. But I physically was not able to run. My body was like, no, sir. No. 
that is the craziest. Yeah, that's the craziest feeling in the world to me is when your body is saying, "Nope, nope, we're not gonna do it." You know, nope. and it's hard, yeah. and it's nope. and then you can't explain it to people like because most people probably have never been in a position where their body has truly told them, "Yeah, I know what you want to do, but we're not gonna do that today." <laughs> no, it happens exactly. <laughs> And I'm one of them guys real, that, that I'm a firm believer in mind over matter, and I believe that, you know, the, the mind dictates what the body would do. But at that point in time, I realized that there is a there is a limit. And the body was like, I don't care what the mind says, we ain't doing it. You, <laughs> what, you ain't prepared. What was your best marathon, Tommy? What was your best marathon performance? So after that experience in 2015, in February, I said, I, I got to do this right. So I, I ran – the seven bridges in, in that same year in October. Mm-hmm. And I did 346, man. My goal was 345. And I did uh, 346. And I was so, so I'm, I don't have an, a marathon on my, on my to-do list yet, but I'm thinking I'm, a, I'm gonna wind up doing another marathon, even though I told my wife I wasn't, because I wanna do sub 345 and I know I can, it's just a matter of Dedicating myself to the training because the marathon training is no joke. But yeah, I did 346, man. After after my first um, marathon. So um, is that because of 346? That's when you start looking into you know maybe maybe get qualifying for Boston. Now, how old are you, Tommy? Because you you're around my age, but I'm, I think you're a little younger than I am. Yeah. So so I'm um I'm 44. I'll be 45 in March, and the qualifying time for for me. At, Currently, I think it's like three twenty or something like that, man. It's it's crazy yeah. for what what they want me to run. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's it is okay. So when you turn, I think you get a, <laughs> so I think you get five minutes when you turn forty five. I think it, I, or you might get ten. I can't remember because you know I, I'm turning fifty, so I'm getting five minutes when I'm because so I'm turning your, fifty. So I think mine is gonna be three twenty five. Um, you gotta run I, a think, I have to look it up. Three twenty-five, I think, is what it is. I have to look again to be sure. But of course, you know, you can't just run the qualifying time. You probably got to run about five minutes faster. So I would probably have to run a three twenty. But I'm thinking, if you go to one of those, if you train, if you train hard, and you go to one of those courses that are pretty much set up to qualify for Boston, like you know, like Regina and you know Roy and all those guys, Charles and all those guys went out and did in uh, Washington State. Those courses that are set up for that, I think you could do it personally. I mean, of course you would have to train for it, but if you can run a three forty six on the seven bridges, I'm thinking you could probably go out to one of those courses. There's another one in Phoenix, I think, that's almost all downhill, you know, those type of courses. I think you would really have a good shot at it. So so Thomas, I listened to your last podcast, which was great. Um, I think episode twenty three it was. And so in that podcast you said that this this year, your goal is to beat you, right? Well, you know, best laid plans. God, God had another plan. He had uh, he had my shuttle run off the side of the road, so he kind of they kind of <laughs> killed my. <laughs> it's not all I gotta, but I mean, it kind of okay. killed my training. So, because that was my plan was right. to train for the Publix and try to run like a one forty Publix half marathon. Because that's what I'm, I was gonna cut it up. Okay. I was gonna cut it up try to get my half marathon down, and then after public around June, start training for a BQ somewhere. Um, That's but what's up. I got to see. I got to see. I still I still think I can do it, but I, I, I ain't going to lie. This time period, I haven't been running, 
Um, Tom has been enjoying cakes and pastries, and <laughs> I've been, you know, drinking and getting the beers, and so I, I'm, I'm yeah. off my weight right now. So I got to get once I get that back, then I can kind of tell, you know, where I am as far as um, running. Because I didn't run for about 20 days. Is about the, the time period that I didn't run. Um, I ran for the first time yesterday, so we got to see, got to see where I am during Publix, and then from there I can kind of decide if I'm going to try for this year or if I'm going to have to put it off again for next year. Mad respect, though, and I, I definitely, if, if, if you train, you start training for the marathon, I may have to start training too, because that, that time, that time, that 320, that, yeah, that, that's some serious, that's some serious running, even if it is downhill. I feel some money. <laughs> he says, but I'm, just, I'm telling you, if you do, I'm telling you, if you do the Hanson Marathon method, I know I talk about it all the time. I guarantee you, right. if you do it, you you be cute. I, I guarantee okay. that you will. Okay, I'm I'm, a, I'm I'm definitely gonna use that method there, man. Because I definitely would like to to beat you, and I definitely would like to kill my uh, my current PR because. I haven't, I haven't ran a marathon that fast since, man. And I ran public, and you passed me like I was, like I was an old man. <laughs> but, but see, no, you, you ran, and you were, but you were cramping at that point, and that's really nothing you can, there's not much you can do, and that's an incredibly hard course, uh, to be, to be running on. But that, that course was the first time I had run and uh, trained for the hand, using the Hanson method, and it made a huge difference. Okay. Yeah, it definitely it did. did. I can tell, man. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. You had to finish your legs. I didn't have it, man. And that's and that's that's really what I realized now that my deficiency was. Is it it comes down to training, and you you can you can cheat yourself, but on race day, it's gonna show up, and that's what it was. It it's that 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 finishing, right? Are you are you really fit to finish the race? And exactly. No matter how fast exactly. you are, if you ain't, <laughs> if you, you don't matter. If you can't, yeah, if you ain't got that last, you got last ten k in you. It, it's not gonna be pretty at all. So yeah, definitely. We're gonna keep on, we gonna keep on touch on that, uh, Tommy. Well, Tommy, it's been definitely. great speaking with you. I appreciate you taking time out of your day to speak with me. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Anything else you wanted to say to the people, uh, to the to the three people, including you, that listen to my podcast? Um, about running or anything at all? Probably the only thing I probably want to add is that um, I do – I'm a life insurance agent. So yeah, I'm a, I, I, I work for BMW, but on my one of my side passions is life insurance, only because in our community a lot of times when somebody dies, they're left with bills. So what I, what I, what I decided to do in my spare time, and I don't, I don't have a – website, I don't advertise or anything like that. Um, I actually gave GK a, a quote uh, for life insurance, but what I want people to understand is if they don't have life insurance, if they feel a need, have a question about life insurance, definitely reach out to me because what I want to do as, as part of my legacy is when, is make sure that people's priorities are taken care of, their family, their, uh, or even if they don't have any kids, if they want to leave money to a charity. Life insurance is a great way to do it. And a lot of times in our community, we don't leave we don't leave a legacy. We don't leave assets. We leave debt. And just think about if each generation left more money to the next generation, how much better our people would be, right? Because we, we we've been pigeonholed for a long time, 400 years of you know slavery. You know you you know the history. I mean it's it's by design where we are at. But if we can now 
in a better position, help ourselves. That's one of the ways I think we can we can do is is, is to leave a legacy. So I do sell life insurance. So if anybody has any questions uh, or things like that, definitely hit me up. But um, besides that, I want to thank you, Thomas. I want I want to have a shout out to the whole Wakanda Olympic team. I'm looking forward to running with a great group of, of runners. And um, keep running, everybody. Stay fit, stay healthy. And uh, it's been a pleasure. Well, thank you for that, Tommy. And actually, um, just to kind of co-sign with you about the life insurance thing, the the, the problem, well, I, I don't want to say problem. The, the deficiency that a lot of times that people in our community have is knowledge, period. They don't believe right. that, you know, life insurance, oh, I don't have any money. What do I need life insurance for? Or um, I don't have anything to leave. I, what do I need life insurance for? You know, I don't have a mate. I, what do I need life insurance for? That is not the only reason for life insurance. And definitely Tommy has the knowledge um, to, to, to let you know how life insurance can enhance your life while you're alive as well as um, help others um, once you have moved on to the other side. So definitely, Tommy, if they want to get in touch with you or follow you, tell me, give us your Instagram, Facebook, you know, however you would want them to get in contact with you. So my, my Instagram is, is Team Daniels. 27 um, on Instagram. On, on Facebook, it's, it's Tommy Norwood Daniels. And uh, Norwood's my middle name, of course, and um, the insurance company that I started is Norwood Insurance Services. Um, the best way to reach me is if they, if they have a question or something, would probably be to give me a call at um, 678-827-3087. And um, definitely, I just want to provide the information. Like you said, I think the main thing is just the lack of information because life insurance is not like life insurance back in the day anymore. They actually have living benefits now. So if, say, for instance, you have a stroke or you have a heart attack, and most people don't die from those things now, now you can get 90% of, of your um, death benefit given to you and never have to pay that premium again to help pay for your your your, your bills or your, your medical expenses after that you know, life event. It's, it's totally different now. It's a totally different game. Yes, indeed. It definitely is. I, I mean, I, I'm not sure if you all know, I'm in insurance as well, so definitely I go through uh, State Farm, but I, I definitely will be hitting you up, Tommy, just to kind of get a quote and, you know, get a little bit more knowledge on it. So I do appreciate you uh, you talking about that. Now, Tommy, you listen to the show. You know how it go. Um, at the end of the show, <laughs> uh, everybody got to give me their best shut up, Tommy. So if, if you had a, a little brother, and he was annoying you. We we need the best setup, Tommy, on three, okay? All right. All right. One, two, three. Shut up, Tommy! <laughs> Thank you so much, Tommy Daniels. I appreciate it. You try to have a good Sunday, okay? Hey, thanks, Thomas, man. It's been a pleasure, man. You too, man. Have a great one. Thank you so much, Tommy, for taking time out of your day to speak with me. The Cheetah Guys, I know he's going to do great in uh, Birmingham, leading us off for the Wakanda, or the Wakanda Olympic team. Great hearing about Omar. I'm really looking forward to see where he ends up uh, running track or cross-country, maybe, in college. Well, thank you all for listening. Once again, I always appreciate all the feedback I get, and I appreciate you guys sticking with me as I took my little hiatus uh, in the month of January. Um, you all have a great week of running, and if you guys see me out in Birmingham uh, running the, the relay, you know what to do. Don't cheer for me. Just yell out, shut up, Tommy. Have a good one.